and this is KMKR 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> is this on? Is anybody listening? Is anybody there? Is there something stuck between my teeth that I think to comb my hair? How come there's crickets in this place outsides where they belong? I can't believe the silence like the dark before the dawn. What I'd give for any sign of life, I'd settle for a yawn. Really makes me wonder. Is this on? Phil, it is, this on? is definitely on, We're Dave. On. Uh, my apologies. I had you a little bit off mic at the beginning. Uh, but then your second verse. So if I sounded, little, verse. If I sounded off key, it's just the technical issues yeah. here. That would be the only reason, Dave, <laughs> uh, without, without question. Uh, welcome, welcome, Dave. Let me welcome you, our listeners, uh, to uh, Is This On? 2022 first show edition, of the new year. Dave. Mm -hmm. Our first edition. So we are now it. in our third year. Happy yep. New Year to you, yeah, by the way, yeah. sir. Yep. And it is, uh, yeah, as last, always, great to We great talked to about work last you. time. Oh, thank you, Phil. Feelings mutual. Uh, last time we talked about uh, things that didn't last two years. Yes. As we uh, sprinted across into year number three, and it's our first show of the new, of the new year. Indeed. And uh, speaking of the new year, Dave, we, uh, in our final show of uh, 2021, we're previewing some of the events for New Year's. We mentioned uh, mm -hmm. the Miley's New Year's Eve party with uh, Pete Davidson, who we've mentioned many times uh, with SNL and, of course, uh, his, his recent film work. Uh, and uh, Miley Cyrus, uh, what a choice, Dave. We're, we're, and we're fans of both. Can I just say that, uh, you know, uh, you know, cut the mics, you know, if I cross uh, some sort of uh, woke boundary. Uh, <laughs> but uh, may, I, uh, may I just say uh, that uh, she has answered uh, prayers. I mean, if you want to say, did 2022 come in in a good way, I'm going to tell you, sir, that I've been praying for something, and it happened with Miley, and that was a costume mishap. Okay. <laughs> uh, and it was uh, stunning. Uh, let me say I that. I feel like when it, whenever she's out, there's always a good chance for a That a, is part a of her attraction. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, as, as is quite obvious, I'm a big fan. Uh, but also, let me say, she knocked it out of the park with her songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she is just something else. Uh, and and able to sing, you know, country mm -hmm. rock. Oh, yeah. Classic rock. Uh, she has done some Beatle covers. Uh, Dave, a striking Mets jersey, I must say, oh, this, this is evening. My, You've just this removed is, uh, your sweater <laughs> to reveal a Mets jersey. I was a little worried. This is Johan Santana. Well, I, no hit. Uh, I say costume mishap, but all of a sudden you're getting undressed in here. Uh, Johan Santana. Author of the Mets only no hitter in there. Uh, yeah, going into their uh, Going into their, what, 60th year. Here. Brilliant left-handed uh, yeah. pitcher. Yeah. And uh, Dave, uh, uh, we were also, talking about Miley Cyrus, though. Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, uh, costume mishap, uh, yeah. and that's how we got here. Yeah. Uh, I think we talked a little bit last time about some of the uh, big uh, female pop stars coming, like out of the Disney stable. Olivia yeah. Rodrigo is very big. Selena Gomez, right? Uh, and uh, uh, oh, on the other, who, yeah, Jenna Ortega, who's making a lot of movies now. And, okay, uh, yeah. So it's a it's a pipeline, you know. It, it, it's a pipeline. Uh, you know, on the other hand, we're we're, we're talking about uh, SNL folks, uh, Keenan Thompson out of the Disney. Right, right. Yeah, uh, Staples, or, a young actor. Or that so be, very exciting. Not to try too too fine a point. That he may have been a Nickelodeon guy. Oh, <laughs> wow! I could uh, I could be a little I bit think, off I on think that. I think he was Nickelodeon. Yeah. Those. Uh, those were tough years for me. <laughs> you know, I remember <laughs> Keenan Thompson. If I don't get the network right, I'm not going to argue you know, with you about it. You know, it's not, you know, uh, it's not it was a tough. It was a single Israel time, thing. It's Dave, just you know, you know right. Uh, right. It was a very tough time for Israel. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to say, uh, Pete Davidson, I thought used very, very well. He contributed uh, as he does often on SNL with a hilarious and quality. Music video. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. He's a very talented musician mm -hmm. as well. I don't, I don't recall the two of them doing a, a number together. It, she might kill Pete Davidson in one of her numbers. Well, she <laughs> can. Know? Yeah, she You'd can, have to be more aerobically uh, yeah. <laughs> fit. Wow, uh, but big well, I'm productions, a big, we big a costume changes. 
I, I felt like she breathed life into the excitement of a New Year's Eve show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I when you look at the competition, uh, remember, of course, uh, every once in a while, uh, a great Carson bit where he would review the competition <laughs> right. that was on. Uh, I took a look at uh, uh, Andy Anderson Cohen Cooper and, uh, yeah, okay, all right. and uh, Andy Cohen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lame, Dave, very lame. And uh, the other, might, I think, might have been the hosts from the CBS Morning News, Hoda oh, and... Sounds like uh, a real snoozer there, yeah. Not sure. Or Kelly the, Ripa, maybe? Oh, okay. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure, but she seems to be getting a little tired to me. Uh, since she lost Regis, Dave. Uh, she she needed that balance, you know. It's like we, that's why our chemistry works so well, because we're the, you know, you're, you're, you're which, the Kathy Lee to my Regis. I was going to say, which one of us is Regis? <laughs> <laughs> All right, babe. <laughs> Joey Bishop. Uh, anyways, Dave, I want to remind our listeners uh, how much we appreciate them tuning in. Whether you're listening to us on KMKR. And by the way, we had a moment of uh, Roxy Moreri uh, uh, yes. opening the show with an ID. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to remind uh, listeners that Roxy is one of our uh, co-hosts on Is The Sun. She mm-hmm. generally... Uh, starts the 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 uh, does the third week of the month. Okay, and uh, Kurt and Jen uh, often on the first week of the month. Mm-hmm. We are back for week four, and we uh, come in on week five. We take, when we one. take we the are uh, generally the coach calls us in off the bench. We Dave. take the the, the uh, table droppings. Uh, so we are ready. Learning. Please check out our Facebook page. Is this on on Facebook? Uh, we uh, also. Uh, Put this uh, program out as a podcast, usually within a day or so later. The uh, kids like that. On the the kids do. Yeah. They know how to find them. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know how to and find radio, them. Radio, they can't work it. But, but if you find it, <laughs> why don't you do Dave and Phil a, a solid and go on there and rate us. Rate us honestly, but leave a review. Yeah, we yeah. would be tickled. We've gotten uh, several, and, and, and we really appreciate yeah. it. Well, I can't imagine anybody leaving a negative review, Phil, because it's we're at quality every time out. I oh, say. Absolutely. I Always. Uh, <clears throat> hey, I got a question there. for you. Yes, sir. Did I miss your appearance at uh, Harambe, or is that upcoming? No, sir. That is coming up okay. on January 22nd. Okay. Thank you for asking. That's next week. This is uh, another Kenny Shade yeah. uh, production. I think we're going to go with that name now, the Notorious he, Mr. Shade. He seems to be going with that now. So. I'm seeing a fedora <laughs> uh, for that. <laughs> Uh, for that name it sounds change. like it sounds like a private eye name there. Need uh, we need maybe a Kenny Shade name change uh, ceremony, Dave. <laughs> which, uh, I hope it's not. Does it require a circumcision? Or do we lift Kenny up yeah. over the cliff like Lion King and like? Uh, yeah, yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> we need the echo chamber for that. Or a western. Come back, Shade. I want to let uh, our <laughs> listeners know, Dave, uh, some of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, we're going to sadly have to talk about the passing of Bob yeah, Saget, Dave. Yeah. This is happening way too often. Yeah, and to guys way too much younger than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that, too. Uh, 65, yeah, I believe he was. a kid. Uh, we're going to share some information. Uh-huh. Uh, if we can get to it, Dave, we want to talk about uh, a very interesting uh, list <coughs> that you uh, came across mm-hmm. Uh Based on uh, a survey of the uh, top 10 SNL guest hosts. Right. I don't know how scientific it was. I think it was one person's opinion or the staff there at Sitting next to you at, at a bar somewhere here in town, <laughs> David. Bob Dobbs. But I, was, I would love to see, uh, this did, list didn't include it, but I, I, I would love to see a list of all the hosts because it's going on, what, 50 years that it's been on the air? Yeah, And they yeah, did absolutely. at least 15 to 20 episodes a year. So we're talking about... 700 hosts. Now, now, there were repeat hosts, which a lot of the people on the list are repeat hosts, but still, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of Well, there's people. quite a comprehensive SNL website, uh, and also available, I think, on their Peacock network, and no doubt uh, there's got to be info listing the yeah, hosts. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia's got a list of sure, yeah. I'll do a little research on right. it, and let's uh, report back. Maybe we can leave a link uh, for our listeners. And uh, well, Dave, my, we've just got when, a, when my, my sisters and yeah, I were talking, and please. I think this is very common among people our age, is that we recognize fewer and fewer of the hosts <laughs> week after week. And how uh, about the musical guest? You forget it. Forget that. That's been yeah. years. That's been years. Thank God when Miley Cyrus <laughs> is the musical guest. Yeah, that's one I'll watch. Yeah. 
And uh, but then I was thinking, if you look at the list of all the hosts, you probably find some ones early on where you go, who was that? Because maybe they had a hit TV show that lasted a couple of years and they disappeared. So there might be some obscurities on the list. Maybe that's the next top ten, the most obscure SNL hosts. Yes, yes. Uh, 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 there were there were many that were. I could tell you one who probably would not get guessed, uh, would would probably not come uh, to too many people's minds, Desi Arnaz. Desi Arnaz, yeah, I remember that. And it was a great show. I remember the There show were a number well. of shows that were notorious, and some are never shown again. I think Raquel Welch had a very bad show. Steven Seagal is widely hated by anyone. Somebody else who was banned uh, for something uh, done in the monologue or something. Uh, Martin Lawrence. Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence came on and he just completely did his nightclub act and it was just filthy and that was it for him. And then, of course, uh, what's her name? The uh, Who tore up the Pope's picture, Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. wasn't hosting, but she, but she made a A bald Sinead O'Connor, yeah, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Bald-headed <laughs> woman. Controversial at the time. <laughs> Although, you know, I so, said, I said, welcome. <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, I don't know if you are familiar with the podcast Wild Things. Is that uh, Nev Campbell and uh, Denise Richards? Is that the they do a podcast? <laughs> no, but it sounds like a great night in Vegas. <laughs> what a waste uh, putting them on the radio, uh, I guess. No, yeah, Wild Things, I, I don't know. Is yeah, it, is I, it I, I, now that you mentioned, I think it was a great film, Wild Thing, years ago. Uh, but this is Wild Things. And if you play with the title a little bit, you might think it's referring to the Animal Kingdom. Mutual of Omaha. That's what I thought right away. Well, it turns out it's a podcast on that subject, and they have, like our own ITO Investigates, Dave, go and really, they go quite a few layers deep into the onion, mm. mm -hmm. peeling and investigating, and they have taken a look. Dave, you probably weren't even aware that this was so controversial. At various... Uh, Call them conspiracy theories, if you if you oh, will, uh -huh. regarding the death of Roy Horn, Siegfried and Roy David. Of oh, course, mm -hmm. the great Siegfried Fischbacher, one of our earliest ITO guests, if you recall. <laughs> I think by telephone, He's a Dave, friend of the show yeah. during the pandemic, he was on. Yeah, uh, I think it was uh, perhaps right around the time of Roy's death, which of course occurred many years after the. Attack uh, right, by the right, Tiger yeah, Montecor. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I, I listened to this episode of this podcast. I highly suggest it for everyone. I will leave in the okay. show links okay. right. a uh, link to it. Uh, but let's, if we get a chance, uh, we're going to be joined by okay. yeah. Siegfried. Siegfried is a great guest. Yeah, Siegfried yeah, Fischbacher. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as you'll find, uh, he mentioned that because of what's going on with the investigation and the Las Vegas Police Department, by the way, involved in this You don't mess around with him, no. LVP, uh, LVP, LVPD. He no. will be coming, he mentioned, with his attorney. Okay. Uh, so be aware for that. We'll need another chair. Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we'll let you know when, uh, when his Porsche uh, pulls up. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> we're ready to go to you. Are, are you... Uh, <clears throat> Where do you want to start, Dave? Tonight, I think we need to start with Bob Sack. I think so. That's the big news, yeah. And uh, what, what, you know, you're just your general thoughts. Uh, you're surprised at the announcement. I well, certainly not heard anything. Have you? No. That we still don't know really a cause of death. Uh, it doesn't sound like foul play was involved in any way. But you know, you always ask with a celebrity of that type, comics. Yeah. Was there well, I'd never heard, possible I'd, drugs? I'd, I'd, or I'd never heard of anything about drugs with him. That's not to I say a lot, of people, a lot of people use drugs and you never know. But um, I did read a report today that said they were kind of, they haven't decided, but they, they said that when they found him, his hand was over his heart. He was lying oh. on the bed. Maybe it was a heart attack. Okay. Uh, like but we'll, we'll keep up. Yeah. But he was, he was, uh, he was apparently 65 years old, uh, I believe. Apparently he. doing great in great spirits. Very excited about was the touring. new year. Uh, yeah. And, uh, in, a, in his hotel room in Florida, right? Right, uh, right. Fort yeah. Lauderdale or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, I, I first saw uh, Bob Saget when he was breaking in at the Comedy Store in the early 80s. 
when I would go there a lot, and at that time it was it was the comedy that was the beginning of the comedy boom, you know. So oh, I would, yeah. I went to the comedy store at that time. I would see him, uh, Arsenio, Sam Kinison, Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, I'm pre I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Paul Reiser used to do stand-up then. And, uh, and I would Bob, imagine Leno, <clears throat> Letterman. Uh, I didn't see them there. I know Leno worked out of that uh, uh, comedy and magic club in Hermosa Beach. I thought that was his kind of place. He'd test stuff out. Uh, gotcha. Um, but uh, Saget, was, he was like very, very funny, quick, very quick. He did a lot. He kind of reminded me, you know, Kevin Nealon's uh, Subliminal Man. Pop Saget's routine was kind of like that, except at lightning speed. He would just throw in the, the thing that yeah. didn't fit and just keep going. And a lot of times you were laughing behind him because you were catching up because he was so quick. Right. And that, of course, as was the fashion in those days, going back to like Chico and the Man with Freddie Prinze, another comic you might have seen at Comedy yeah. Store, uh, Red Fox, Sanford and Son, comics were getting shots at sitcoms. Yeah. And Bob Saget, uh, <clears throat> together with John Stamos, not a comic, but an actor, right. were given uh, starring roles in Full House with the Olsen twins. Right. And, and uh, Dave, that, Dave Coulier, who I uh, Dave Coulier. don't remember him as a comic, but he must have been a comic. He did a lot of voices. I understand he was like a comic. That. I don't yeah. remember him as a comic. Yeah. But that skyrocketed their careers. Yeah. Yeah. And Saget became far <laughs> better known as an actor in, in that sitcom than as a comic. Well, I, I saw somewhere he was referred to as America's Dad, and I thought, well, maybe after Cosby, they might want to retire that title, you know? But uh, I, I, I thought, I mean, it was kind of funny because you had a psychic who was very clever, very bright, very quick, and known to be uh, very dirty, and here he makes his fame by being on, like, the wholesomest, Dumbest comedy yep. type of comedy. There that is. was the. But hey, you know, all power. That was sort of the inside joke about him at the time. Yeah. If you had seen him, he was sort of a comics comic yeah, yeah. in terms of being dirty, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah most and of the he stories... was, of course, involved in that, you know, film with the famous dirty joke. Right, right. Yeah. Arist Arist the aristocrats. aristocrats. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's funny when I hear, I always heard Saget was dirty. Most of the time I would hear comics telling stories about Saget being dirty. I don't remember that much of him performing that way, although I'm sure he did. Um, uh, where you'll catch some of that, Dave, he was a frequent presenter on the roasts. Right, yes. And then I, there was also, and for people looking for uh, a good piece of Saget, uh, there is the roast of Bob Saget, right, which right. was absolutely hilarious. Right. You can only imagine some Olsen twin jokes there. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I saw him, I may have been, he may have been roasting Norm. He and Norm were on a roast together, I saw a clip of, and they were pretty good friends, and it's really... I was thinking it's re it's really you know when you think about it, it's interesting. There is such like I said this when Norm died. It's mm -hmm. that there's such a uh, uh, outbreak of warmth and and you know er like everybody loved Norm, and you're getting the same thing with Bob Saget. And the thing is like they were both did a lot of politically incorrect stuff. It's surprising in this time whether whether younger people don't know that or the just on pouring of love and affection for him makes them push that aside. But you, know, you watch Norm clips, he's just all kinds of things that are hilarious. And I, mean, I don't think anything wrong with him, but I can see a lot of younger folks Absolutely. might think them feel uncomfortable, which is the greatest sin of all. You know, and he always, uh, I thought, was always a, kind of a funny, unpredictable guest on Letterman, you know, guest on you know, Seth Meyers, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Jimmy Fallon. He always he always came loaded and you know yeah yeah you you, you know if he sat down you weren't going to walk away yeah you appreciated the mostly comic Gordon McDonald like yeah the, yeah that you appreciate the comics that would come on any kind of a talk show and like they they were they were there to entertain you they weren't there just to kind of sit back and talk about their movie you know, Steve Martin always came on with something obviously brilliant uh, uh, you know uh, Albert Brooks. Bob Einstein Brooks, would uh, always have something. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, a guy uh, who, who who did that all the time was uh, uh, Elliot. Uh, Elliot Gould. No, 
the son oh, Chris of Elliot. Chris, oh, well, Chris Elliot. Elliot. Thank you. Well, he was he started out as like a writer on Letterman, and then he was always doing the the guy under the bleachers and the, the uh, homeless Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, classic. That's a classic. Yeah, with the shopping bag yeah. always. But I think going back to Miley Cyrus, I was going to say this then. Like Miley Cyrus is kind of like she's kind of a throwback because Miley's like. I mean, she can sing. She's a good singer and all that stuff. But yeah, she's a star. She, yes. she embraces being a celebrity in, in the nicest, positive way. No whining, no, no torture, just there to have yes. fun and everybody have fun. Uh, right? You know, and, and as comfortable like in an evening gown as a pair of ripped jeans. You know, uh, it was really a show. Oh, I thought that was you, you watching her. I, you know, had several costume changes myself. That I had soiled myself early in All the right, show. let's move along here. <laughs> I meant uh, it spilled some champagne. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Something popped, anyway. Well, Dave, I am being told uh, but the reception does. Is somebody here? That the great Siegfried oh. Fischbacher. Fischbacher. He'll... He's very meticulous I, I, about that, yeah, if you remember, Dave. I, I, I saw the scars. Auf Herr Fischbacher, come on in here. Get in here. Take, the, take that mask off. Dave, Phil, how are you? So good to see you again. Oh, in, uh, wonderful uh, to see you. We saw you before. It wasn't such a happy occasion because Roy had just... Uh, well, Roy, Roy has left us, Dave. Yeah. Uh, and... He's not coming of course, down. it was sad. Uh, I still uh, am docking his estate uh, to pay <laughs> for not showing uh, up for, for performances. Yeah, up, okay, yeah. that's fair. Let's, uh, that's that's very German, know, I, but very fair. I'm a very practical, Dave. <laughs> I uh, basically he disappointed me <laughs> by, by, by dying. Do you realize, Dave, we were making $45 million a year wow. at the Mirage, and then poof! That's a lot of friskies. Gone. Yeah. Uh -huh. Gone. Like a schnitzel with a big dog, well, Dave. Gone. I, <laughs> you like well, schnitzel, Dave? Do you, I, I'm a big schnitzel fan. Phil looks like he's been having a lot of schnitzel. <laughs> Boom! Pow! One from Siegfried. Yeah, Zinger from Siegfried there, huh? <laughs> But on a serious note, yeah. close enough. <laughs> on a serious note, yeah. I, Phil was just mentioning, Phil might want to talk about this, just mentioning there's some like conspiracy theory about the ah. death of, of Roy. And uh, that's you know, very unsettling. I mean, there's so many conspiracies going I on. I do want to talk what about do, what, this what thing, there, but I think it's important uh, that we mention that uh, this could be litigious. And uh, Well, will she let us use it for the evening? Oh. <laughs> because of the sensitivity and the legalities, uh, I, I'm, I'm surprised he let him even, you know, say hello. Uh, Mr. Fischbacher, Phil, say it with me. Fischbach, <laughs> Fisch air. Bach, air. Air. Fischbacher. Yeah. Bach, air. <laughs> oh. The both of you are hopeless. <laughs> you couldn't catch a cab in Dusseldorf. <laughs> anyway, your, Phil. Your, your accent is reminding me I'm reading the Mel Brooks book, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Fischbacher is here with his attorney that he has uh, oh, okay. retained. Uh, he has to. Right, and yeah. as it turns out, Dave, also an old friend of ours, because... Siegfried Fischbacher, as he mentioned here, $45 million a year. He could get anybody he wants. He can get the top-line guy. Well, he got the best. Yeah, he did. Will you welcome, Dave, an old friend of ours, Rudolph Giuliani. Oh, my. <laughs> Hello, Mayor. <laughs> oh, it's getting crowded in here. <laughs> oh, you I got a chair. <laughs> I'm having a seat in a while. I'm, I don't know if you know, I'm working out of uh, Washington, D.C., we, uh, we, caught, we caught you bathing in the lobby there, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Exactly right. Exactly right. It is, uh, it was at the hotel there, Dave. The Willard, yeah. The mm -hmm. Willard. Yeah. The Willard. Do you see that movie, Willard? About with the, the rats. rats. Yeah. With Ernest sure. Oh, silly. <laughs> Were the rats they in the Willard? They don't like it when you mention that when you're checking in. If I were checking in. Yeah. I'm actually outside the Willard currently, Dave, if you're looking for me or Phil or... Uh, Siegfried, uh, their office is being remodeled, refreshing. You got one of the, you got one of the patio, you got one of the patio bungalows there. And by the way, I'm required uh, to to say that I am representing uh, Siegfried Fischbacher uh, in these matters. Uh, 
but I am not a licensed attorney currently. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. My son is a licensed attorney. Should there be any filings necessary, <laughs> he'll, he'll take care of it. That's the way it goes. Anyway. So you're an advisor, like a legal consultant. A legal advisor. And you know, and you know, an amicus brief. <laughs> okay. And I know. If you have, if any of you, by the way, the three of you guys, uh, if anyone has an extra pair of briefs, <laughs> it would be very useful for me right now. I think we can. It is that you know. Did you know even the cleaners, the cleaners inside the Willard Hotel will not deliver to you if you're outside the Willard Hotel. Oh, you so you had laundry at the Willard. They've and got you my get, pants. You can't get it back. They've got my pants and that crazy broad with the uh, Borat. It has my briefs. <laughs> You saw that. I, I did. I didn't know yeah, you Yeah, where's I, the checks I, I for that? Know, I didn't know you want to talk about that. I guess you signed a waiver. I'm going to need an attorney, but right now we're working on Mr. Fishbacher's case. Because you know a thing or two about conspiracies, uh, Mayor. Uh, your, your, can I call you your, your highness or uh, well, your honor? Uh, America's mayor is fine. <laughs> oh, America's mayor, okay. <laughs> I'm the mayor in a parking lot at the Willard. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. I got uh, several friends. Uh, you know, we we call it a tent camp. You know. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I saw you. Wait, nice. I saw you waiting for the sprinklers to go off so you can grab a shower over there the other day. And it's chilly. <laughs> anyway, on to Mr. Fishbacher, Phil. So, thank you, Mr. Mayor. <coughs> Dave, during the uh, early hours of uh, Roy Horn's 59th birthday, mm. I want to let folks know that this uh, information is out of the New York Post, Dave, the headline. Well, you can't trust them. Siegfried and Roy Tiger attack may have been attempted murder, quotes, Dave, I'm doing the air oh, quotes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Podcast theorizes. Mm -hmm. During the... Uh, must interrupt there <laughs> on the word theorize. <laughs> you cannot use theorize in the presence of Mr. Fishbacher unless he formally denies it. Well, uh, Goody, uh, if you think I should deny, then I will deny. I deny. I deny it. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Good advice, Rudy. Yes. So what, what happened yeah, then? During uh, the early what, hours, what, Dave, of what was uh, Roy Horn's in 59th with? birthday. So this attack took place on his birthday. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't this that. is October 3rd, 2003. Oh, I know where I was, yeah. The performers celebrated with a ritzy post-show bash at the Mirage in Las Vegas. You, they, excuse me, but they say a ritzy post-show bash. The shrimp was stale. <laughs> and I remember this from 2003. I hate stale shrimp. 45 million a year, we brought <laughs> Mr. Giuliani, right. you'd probably pick at that shrimp, though, wouldn't you? Uh, Dave! <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to say and have make sure that we can cut out of the show any comments oh, relative to the buffet at the barrage. After <laughs> <laughs> Fishbacher was kidding. <laughs> it's a comedy uh, show. Yeah, yeah, we're just so joking we around. Yeah, the strip was great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I want you to do something for me, Siegfried. Of course, Rudy. Pipe down. <laughs> Stop helping. <laughs> Dave, some 500 guests dined and danced and marveled at the ice sculpture of the roaring white tiger on its haunches. Wow. The soul-patched magician, then a toast of Sin City, along, of course, with his personal and professional partner. No. Maybe a scoop there, too, Dave. No, I don't. Siegfried Fischbacher. Who would, who would know? Bacal. <laughs> yes, sir. Blew out the candles on a cake fittingly adorned with tiny models of big cats. That must have been incredible. Revved up, he announced to the crowd, I'm celebrating, celebrating, and celebrating. Little did he know that he was about to be attacked by one of his beloved white tigers. A 400-pound <coughs> Bengal Ooh. called Montecor. And then he was attacked and you know, attacked and attacked. This is a good description of my first wedding day, <laughs> actually. The moniker translates from the Persian and Latin as man-eater, ironically. Well, that should be a tip-off right there. My name is Linda Ray, and you are listening to Is This On? on K-Maker Radio. K-M-K-R? Uh, <laughs> I have to ask, strike the word ironically on that. 
Maneater. Definitely Maneater. Go ahead, Phil. Coincidentally, a Maneater. And uh, Dave, uh, it, it came, uh, that information came from Francisco Rodriguez, the director of the Guadalajara Zoo, where Horn and Fischbacher purchased the big cat. Anyway, Dave, we all know that medical magic saved the life of Roy Horn that night. But Siegfried and Roy's show at the Mirage, which grossed $45 million per year. I heard that somewhere. Ouch. <laughs> shut down permanently as the allegations circulated that the tiger attack may not have been random. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. There were theories that it was not random and was not an accident. Somebody triggered the tiger, oh. said Steve Leckhart. He was the executive producer and host of the podcast I mentioned, Dave, Wild Things, mm -hmm. Siegfried and Roy right. mm -hmm. episode. Yep. It will premiere January 12th, Dave. That's today. Yes. And I know it's out because I listened to it. Okay. <laughs> Story it's very checks good. out. Well, what's the theory, Phil? Yeah. Did, 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 you did, wonder did, what happened. Among the possible theories floated. Did, did President Trump make a speech to the Lions saying they've got to fight or they're going to... He did not, but... He believes that Montecor voted twice. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, there's evidence, Dave. <laughs> Among the possibilities floated are animal activists seeking revenge. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> Noted comedy, satire, Mr. Fischbacher. Fischbacher is not laughing out loud. And is not smiling outrightly. Can you confirm that? That's just his way, though. Yeah. I'm going to have to swear you in later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's also someone, a theory day, that someone was trying to uh, cause financial harm to the city of Las Vegas. And another theory was homophobic revenge. Oh, oh, okay. We mentioned, Dave, that Siegfried and Roy, not, not only business partners, That's right, but, yeah. but partners. So you think that there was a, a love triangle, that Montecore was a little miffed that uh, they were spending a lot of time together? And... I see, rather than the, the other party <laughs> setting up Montecore. <laughs> we may have a fourth theory, Dave. Uh, anyway. Uh, I, I heard, actually, I, know, my, the theory I heard, Phil, yeah. was that, uh, that uh, Roy made the fateful decision that morning of applying... Uh, meow mix cologne and <laughs> just he was asking for it well that was one of the theories Dave I'll just go in a little bit that uh, was one of the theories oh okay uh, uh, the theory of the uh, animal activists yeah uh, there is apparently Dave a video of the show and of the attack because they videoed every everything yeah, show. Yeah. so it's the property of uh, Mirage <laughs> <laughs> Interruption here. Yeah, that's a Your Honor. Yeah, we'll miss that one, yeah. Uh, objection. Is that, I, it's been so long. <laughs> Is that what I say? I think that's what you had in the yes, Borat movie. You yes, had objection. We object. Yeah. We object. We object strongly, like with a panzer division. <laughs> anyway. So what, PETA was angry because Montecor was wearing fur? Was that why? And the investigators claim, Dave that there's a woman, they see this in the video, a woman with a large beehive hairstyle in which they theorize <laughs> that she brought in some sort of spray bottle of pheromones, oh. which triggered monocore. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, well, uh, Siegfried can tell, probably tell us better. Uh, I'd like to hear from him. Yeah. Uh, yes. Tonight, uh, but it is not covered in the podcast, as I want to make clear. Moments before, Montico basically bit the guy's head off. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not mince words. <laughs> you know, I was right there. I got blood on the costume. Oh, no. Oh, that's that's not cheap. Can't get that out. Yeah. Even with 45 million, oh, you that's can't still, get that yeah. Baking soda, my behind. <laughs> anyway... Right before Monica Leapt. bit his head off, mm -hmm. Roy looked at me and he said, Siggy, <laughs> the lion is looking at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember like it was yesterday. 
<laughs> the jump check here. <laughs> this is again a joke <laughs> by Mr. Fishmonger. <laughs> no one obviously can. No, talk none, to of, a none tiger. of this is admissible. Uh, maybe no. I don't eat a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you know? Didn't you represent? Didn't you represent? <laughs> Can you represent Tony the Tiger as well? I'm stalled, Dave. I cannot discuss that either because there's uh, pending lit uh, litigation there also. And when Winkle Tony finds out, I'm not in the dirt. <laughs> anyway, I, I know you worked for many years with the uh, with the Trix Rabbit, trying to yeah, get him to. Uh, yeah, is this is uh, the theory, Dave? Too that the lies that Monticos and it picked up Roy by the neck is the story. And carries him over to the cage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I call my <laughs> dad. Let me tell you that right now. Is this good? Yeah. But does it make sense to you that you bite a man's head off, then you try to save his life? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> did not say well, when, he, that. When, he, when he dragged him to the cave, was there like Barry White playing in there or something? Was this... Uh... I'm trying to find the homosexual the, angle here. Or, or, or do you think the pheromones set off yeah, the very yeah. yeah. so Well, anyway, this is fascinating. I guess the question is, or the uh, little flaw here is if, uh, what, the idea is that Roy was coated with pheromones and uh, the tiger jumped at him? If that's true, uh, why, why wasn't uh, Siegfried uh, also enticed? <laughs> well... If you you go on to read the article and listen to the podcast, and I think Siegfried would probably agree with this, the emotional, deep attachment. After all, Roy was the trainer of the act. Uh -huh. uh, Siegfried, if I may, sir, the brilliant magician uh -huh. and and illusionist uh, right. of the act. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the animals would be, they were closer to, yeah. to Roy than they would be. They were closer to yeah. Roy and therefore more emotionally uh -huh. attached. Okay. I mean, you know, you and I know, we've you know, both been on a divorce divorce train, Dave, you know, yeah, yeah. emotions can run high, yeah. you know. And, and I think, I think had my ex-wife had the ability to bite my neck in half, <laughs> I think she might have considered it, but uh, <laughs> Phil. Rudy, have don't, you had to? Don't, don't, don't put yourself in a hole, buddy. <laughs> That might not be close yet. My advice to you is button it up. All of you, button it up. Siegfried, you're killing me here. Mr. Mayor, didn't you, you had a couple divorces, didn't you? Didn't you were, <laughs> did, one one, was, your, one was your cousin, I think. Uh, <laughs> we're just joking around here. Getting around. Getting around, Dave. I'm getting around. Who, you know, uh, who would have sexual relations with their cousin, Dave? Come on. I can tell you right now, we weren't having sexual relations. <laughs> no, I, think, the last I think that was months. one of your other marriages, actually. Uh, who, knows, who knows, Dave? Anyway. Wow. Well, uh, what, a, what a breakthrough. Uh, yeah. It's and Roy, uh, if I can uh, explain, uh, had the, the big emotional connections with the, yeah. with the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, it's a crime of passion, is what you're saying. Uh, well, in as much as I think it's not so much uh, the passion, Davis, he simply pissed them off <laughs> with the whip and the chair and all that. Who the heck, who, how would you like that if Phil brought you in with a chair? Mr. Giuliani, would that be considered a hostile workplace? Uh, I, for the, uh... I think it would be, yeah. And then there was... You know, uh, behind the scenes of us talk of sexual harassment, but I'm not Little going to... slapping of the uh, tail. And, yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, go, go over there now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Boy, uh, Mr. Mayor, has, have any of your other clients worked you this hard? You're really straining on this one here. Any, any other troublesome uh, trouble clients? I got one problem client, Dave. Uh, <laughs> and I got two problems with that client. Uh, no tello the truth, though, if you know <laughs> yes. what I mean, now. And, uh, <laughs> no dinero. No dinero. I got paid on that. And that's why, don't forget about the briefs. I need, uh, yeah, I need okay. those well, briefs. Well, when I go back to the Willard, it's talking about snow tonight. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. I'm, if I don't get back, and I, the plane, I don't think it's going to get me back to D.C., Dave, till 2, 3 in the morning. I am not going to get a newspaper to sleep on. Nothing. Oh. I'm going to wind up, you know, by standing by the fire in the garbage can. 
Okay. Okay. Going over uh, Mr. Uh, Fishbacher's case, you know. That's that's, that's that's billable time. Well, that's true. Yeah. And this guy's got cash. Forty-five million a year. We got to get him working again. <laughs> it's, uh, actually, uh, I was hoping to talk to you, Dave, uh, and see uh, what we could work up with your cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's, Perhaps, uh, yeah she uh, might be up for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sing or dance? No, or... she's uh, she's very talented. Yeah, she does impressions. Yeah, yeah this uh, this sounds very good. <laughs> I need to get back out there, Dave. I'm like I'm like a stand-up comic in a pandemic. <laughs> I cannot. I need first off. I need Roy, and he's still absent without leave. And you're well. You're at least docking him for that. So docking him for that. But yeah. uh, how long do you think forty-five million will last, Dave? You know. Look at me, I'm fit. It's not what it used to be, yeah. 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 But, you know how much I got to feed those damn lions? <laughs> <laughs> I got to eat like, they, I eat like a cow, like, like a wild lion. animals, yeah, I know, it's crazy, yeah. <laughs> and they're not exactly, you know, having ground beef, let me tell you oh, that but, right well, now. No, they're, yeah, they're, you they're, have hooked to on the, they're hooked on the high life, 45 million a year. They've been eating well for a while. Yeah. They can't stop yeah. that. All right, well, Dave, I, the, 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 before we blow this case wide open, I want to get uh, Siegfried back in the uh, in a Porsche, and uh, on my way, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm taking uh, I'm actually setting myself in a UPS box <laughs> to Washington, Dave, and uh, uh, I hope I make it. I hope I get a spot uh, by the fire. You know. Anyway, good to see you guys. Hey, thanks for coming, guys. It's uh, great to have you all here. When when, when Ziggy told me uh, that that. Uh, he was coming to talk to you guys. I said, first off, don't talk to him without an attorney <laughs> present. And then when we get together, we'll have to find an attorney. <laughs> right, right. And you said you're old friends with the show, and you uh, graciously That's right. Said... That's right. Okay. Anyway, the... <laughs> we're going we're gonna to make like Monocord Dave in Act 2 and disappear. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Thank you. So long, Mr. Siegfried Giuliani. Fischbacher. Good. Auf Wiedersehen! <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen, Siegfried. Wow, Dave. Wow, this is a, one of our bigger scoops of all time there. That, we is, had that is Siegfried, some Mayor Giuliani, and blowing the top off of this uh, conspiracy we, we are against have uh, Roy to, uh, catch up with these guys on that Wild Things yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can do a double live show or something, yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of mysteries we got to unravel, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was uh, very eye-opening. Yeah. Uh, I... I, I didn't know about the foul play uh, until this, or the, even the, you know, uh, uh, theories yeah, of yeah. Uh, foul play. Okay. Yeah. Rudy tends to, as you say, represent a yeah, lot of yeah. conspiracy Well, if there's theories. one thing if we need in the world today, it's more unfounded theories. We need oh, those. Yeah. yeah. We, we certainly do for uh, ITO. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it might be worth keeping keeping up with them. We'll we'll follow up. Yeah, Dave. What about uh, we mentioned up at the top of the show if we had time and uh, we wanted to look at the SNL hosts. Yeah, yeah, Phil. I we love uh, SNL. <coughs> uh, Fifty years, Dave, and they've had many hosts <coughs> that uh, have been what is it, <coughs> five timers? I think when you get the road. I think that uh, it's in the article. I think that John John Goodman holds the record. I think with thirteen hosting appearances and many more. Most of the hosts on the list also would drop in a lot. You know. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Especially the people living in New York, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about. So, so uh, I'll go through the list and give me your impressions on this. But just feel like we did last time. Like, throw out. A You're few... not actually asking for impressions. <laughs> Whatever works for you. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say is, um, before we we went through the sitcoms last time, and we were kind of like guessing, well, what would be in the, the top? Who would you who would you throw out some names of who would be the top hosts of SNL over the years? Oh, uh, boy, Steve Martin certainly comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say... Uh, John Goodman, of course. All right, hey, my name is Charles Ludwig. You're listening to Is This On on KMKR. Keep listening. Well, John Goodman, of course. Uh, <clears throat> several actors. Well, before he sort of became a part of the... Cast Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, sure. Uh, yeah. Has to be right yeah. on the heels. His, his, of his hosting uh, you know, spots were always great. Alec Baldwin. I mean, now we just know him doing Trump every time when he shows up. But always he, he, great. 
And uh, uh, having just talked about the uh, great special Tony Bennett did at age yeah. 95. Yeah. Yeah. One of the great Alec Baldwin <laughs> yes. yeah. skits yeah. is Tony Bennett. And then, of course, the one when Tony Bennett was next to him. Yeah, yeah. Just priceless. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great episode. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Gilda Radner came back uh, a few times after she left the cast. Uh, go ahead. Well, I'll we'll say this. There's a very small representation of women, but there are uh, at least one on here that I can think of. Uh, they have as number 10, uh, and I would agree. I mean, like I said, we were talking about this before. It would be great to see a list of all the hosts, but I couldn't disagree that this guy was a great host when he was on, which is John Hamm. Yes. He was on several times and would come back and drop in. And uh, John Hamm, of course, uh, from Mad Men uh, and, and, you know, many films since. But uh, I thought uh, really demonstrated a versatility on there. You could see that he'd been a theater at some point, uh, you know. The, um, the, the, this, this article said that kind of thing like, uh, oh, people weren't used to seeing him handle comedy like that. Yeah. I didn't watch Mad Men when it first came on, and I knew him from being a, a, coast, a guest star on uh, 30 Rock. And he was very funny. He, he played like uh, a guy that uh, Liz Lemon had a crush on. And of course, he was beautiful and perfect, and he lived in a bubble. That whole arc of the show is about how he was in a bubble and she couldn't stand to live in the bubble of <laughs> how perfect people are treated by society, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I knew him from that very before, leading before, man, before, uh, I, uh, before I saw him on, uh, on Mad Men. Um, they've got down here, and this is a, a gimme to Jim Carrey. Jim Great Carrey, host. oh boy, uh, and really uh, over many decades. Uh, he hosted in the '90s, and he hosted in 2011 and 2014. And a you know, Dave, when auditioned you for the show and was not cast. Isn't that funny? Uh, reading your mind, I was about to say he was on In Living Color, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, which was a very similar sort of format anyway mm -hmm. and you would think that he would have been in 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 the running for uh, snl so you you share this with us now yeah, yeah. few people who made jumps from different like uh, martin short right was on sctv and snl right right yeah yeah and there are some i can't remember any names offhand but people who auditioned for uh, snl and and would and then went on to great like jennifer aniston i think probably did and people like that but you know, it doesn't really, not so much of a negative, it's like they're looking for something very specific. And they also have to balance the cast, different types, so they, you know, that has something to do with why people don't get cast on there. No doubt. Uh, we've got here number eight, uh, this is another uh, automatic, Christopher Walken. <laughs> if for just the cowbell sketch, I think, but he did a lot of great stuff on there. <laughs> the cowbell, the, the Continental. Yeah, the Continental, the Walken family reunion was great. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we were just talking, Dave, about our New Year's champagne. <laughs> yeah. Now that you know the the Continental sketch you're referring to, you know that was actually a TV show in the '50s, just like that, where the the he the guy was, the Continental, was talking to the camera as if it was a lady coming over. It was a very lightly disguised satire. Uh, first, you know the first woman to host SNL who's on the list here at number seven. Ooh, so we're talking about 1975, late, late 70s, late, late 70s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. first woman, I'm going to throw this out of the blue and say Roseanne Barr. Not a bad guess, uh, but uh, this one you will go, oh, of course, Candace Bergen. Ah, it was on like the, the second or third uh, episode, and she was very yeah, good. And yeah. She was somebody that was not known for comic uh, no, but, but certainly uh, great acting. It was jobs, well before yeah. her her show, so uh, you know she was not known for doing. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, she, she was often uh, kind of underrated as an actress. I think till uh, uh, Carnal Knowledge, the movie Carnal with Jack great Nicholson, role, yeah, and that's when it was sort of like, oh yeah, she can act. Wow, because she was as our listeners, our older listeners will know, she was the daughter of uh, Edgar Bergen, who was a famous ventriloquist, of way back in the day. Number six, they have John Goodman. Yeah. On here. Uh, 13 times host, and it doesn't list how many times he came back, but he came back a lot, often to do political figures or you know, Santa Claus or whatever they needed somebody. Who, who oh, yeah. Uh, another one, this is, uh, you know, I mean, you can't argue with any of these. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah, is very high up there in uh, uh, number. And also, 
didn't he uh, host the one coming back from the pandemic fairly recently? I think he did. The first live he, show he, they he did, did with no audience, yeah. but yeah. actors in the studio, right. which made the monologue and the news uh, hard with no audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did it anyway, uh, and they were the audience, if you recall, right. like four of yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I didn't watch many of the ones with no audience because it was just so unsettling. Hard. So silent when they Difficult. would do a joke yeah. then. Uh, number four on the list, uh, and I mean, you could throw all these ten out and just pick one and say that's the best. You know, you can't really go by the order here, but number four they have is Justin Timberlake. Who wow. Very good on the show. And oftentimes also the musical guest. Right, the musical guest, and made those really memorable uh, videos with Andy Samberg. Yes. Dick in a Box. And that's then, right. Like you know, uh, uh, his acting career seems to have slowed down, and I don't know why. I, I always found him quite good. I saw him in a few movies, and I thought he was, and I didn't expect anything, and I thought he was really quite good. Of course, this, uh, the big one, the social... Uh, social network. Network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was very good but, at it. Yeah, and then he never really took off. But and know, then also, I think, a very talented singer. I don't yeah. pay much attention. I don't know, maybe he's got... New music well, he out, always but. did. They always did. The two things they always did when he was on was one was the Barry Gibb talk show with sure. Jimmy Fallon, which is classic. And then uh, the other one was when he would be a uh, uh, in costume advertising some store or something, uh, dancing to his boombox and then always have a run-in with another <laughs> yes. mascot yes. who was trying to, to make business. Right. Those were always great. Right. Uh, here's a woman that you can't argue with on the list, Melissa McCarthy. Fantastic. Wow, yeah. and uh, what, what contributions she made in this past political season, playing mostly men. And and uh, her uh, her appearance, I think, is uh, Sean Spicer. Oh, and the got, movable got, podium. Got one, yeah, got, that got one of the, like, the biggest, longest laughs I remember in a long time on that show. That was when people just, you know, fell apart laughing at that. <laughs> uh, Alec Baldwin is number two, 17 wow. times he hosted that show, and I don't know how many times he came back. So many, of course, uh, sketches like uh, Sweaty Balls, uh, classic Christmas time one where he takes off on his character in Glengarry Glen Ross and lectures oh. the elves on always be cobbling, uh, that yes. kind of thing. And then he also came on to Canteen Boy Adam Sandler in a very. Wow, very, a, wow. A, a, a very, a very creepy. A very and of creepy. course, the, the aforementioned uh, Tony Bennett. Yes, which is great. And that was a skit, too, right? <coughs> Wasn't it the Tony Bennett show? It was a Tony Bennett show, and he came and uh, Tony Bennett came on uh, as a guest on there. Just so great. And um, and if I recall, came on in his uh, original Italian name. Right. Anthony Benedetti. Yeah. Uh, and then we had their number one uh, host, uh, Steve Martin. Which yeah, is not Steve the least Martin. bit surprising. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I. I uh, I was wondering if uh, how many times Chevy Chase had been back uh, to guest host. Doesn't seem like that I many. don't know if he made it to five, but he might. Have. I was surprised because I was reading about him recently doing it, and I was surprised that he came back as many times as he did because mm -hmm. everybody seemed to find him completely miserable and, and off-putting. Yeah, the words he was you on. hear often. And uh, um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't think he was that great when he was on the cast. So yeah, <laughs> they said when he got you know he got in a fist fight with Bill Murray. At one point, when he was guest hosting, and uh, and at one point, Murray yelled at him, calling him a medium talent, and that really <laughs> set him off. And but it's probably a good description of Chevy Chase. <laughs> yes, uh, you mentioned Bill Murray, Dave. Uh, I had the opportunity to see the French Dispatch. Oh, okay. Uh, the uh, new film that's getting uh, some Oscar buzz, uh -huh. and uh, Bill Murray. A big part in the film and is uh, very very good mm -hmm. uh, so it's great to see him out there and of course uh, he had a brief appearance in the recent Ghostbusters right mm -hmm. of course yeah mm -hmm. uh, and I should say Dave we've kind of backed in without the uh, usual open to our segment what have you been watching okay all right well what, what have you been watching what have I been watching well Phil I'll tell you I, I I've been talking talking for a few episodes here that I was binging the Sopranos which I'd never yes. seen and I reached a point, I, I got to tell you. I, I, I had heard that your neighbors had reported the gunshots <laughs> coming out of your apartment. They kept complaining of the smell of Italian food all the time. <laughs> that's why if I you cut all the, why were you complaining? If you cut all the eating scenes out of Sopranos, that's about a 10-minute show. <laughs> uh, because, but the thing is, I was watching it, and, I, and um, they were setting up a scene, and uh, Meadow, his, Tony Soprano's daughter, yes. was, was, it seemed was going to be in peril. And I was like, I can't watch it. And I realized it was like, I'm, 
it's so uh, because there's always an undertone of something bad is going to happen to somebody. If you see a scene, it's like one of these guys right, is going to fight, they're going to kill him, or, or something yeah. like that. And at a certain point, like I, I can't. It's not like I'm so averse to violence. It's just that I just always felt nervous, you know, yeah. <laughs> waiting, waiting. Oh no, no, you know, this is it. It was, it was like <clears throat> those moments when uh, Rickles would be on a Tonight Show with Sinatra, and you knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, when he, yeah. when he would kneel down yeah. and uh, and go, Vinnie uh, Bombasino, <laughs> two bullets in the temple. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but I, uh, I, I returned. I think I may have mentioned this before, but uh, I was I got hooked on this British quiz show on YouTube, and you got to check this out, Phil. It's so good because it is so difficult. The quizzes are so difficult that if you get one or two in the course of the, you, you feel like you're a genius. But the but the contestants they are geniuses. They they get these things. I mean, you got to watch it because I what mean, is the name? It's called Only Connect. Only Connect. Only Connect. And what it does is they throw up clues one at a time with points decreasing and you have to determine what is the connection between those those clues were you saying four clues or you saying we have and four Dave, minutes is left? this uh, <laughs> a current program i don't know if it's still on but it, it, it ran for 20 plus seasons and i think it may still be on because i saw a, a post pandemic show on there and it, the great things about it quickly are uh it's very challenging you really will be impressed by the people that, that are on the show they're all British, very British. They're all hyphenated names and Dickensian names. Mm. They're all very nerdy. A lot of inbreeding. A lot, yeah, very, very nerdy. Surprisingly, their teeth aren't bad. Uh, but uh, very, very nerdy, uh, but just uh, brilliant. And the woman who hosts the show is perfect for that show because she's very funny, very quick, very sharp. So even though you may not understand the quiz answers, she's a lot of fun. So only connect, BBC. Wonderful, Dave. Uh, something for... Uh, Food for the mind. Yes. To yeah. start. Uh, I'll tell you this: my sister, I had the same experience. We both got hooked on Only Connect. We were watching it quite a bit, and then we we separately. She lives in Oregon. Watched Jeopardy, and Jeopardy was so easy. Wow. Because on Only Connect, you have to like you get the clue and you have to crunch it like six different ways. What are they referring to? And yeah, on Jeopardy, it's just little, pretty much uh, just one on Jeopardy. If you figure yeah. out what they're coming from, you get it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, check it. Check it out. I'd be curious to see what you say. Different game show, and yeah. uh, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, Starting the year off with a little Jeopardy bashing, Dave. Oh, I love Jeopardy. Have you been following it recently? Yes, with that, I have. that current champion who is just astonishing. For about a month, she's Yeah, been she's like, just went over a million bucks. And, yeah. uh, and she's from my uh, hometown of uh, Dayton, Ohio. I did not she, catch that. She got the smarts. I've tuned out the chatter. Once they've been on more than a week, they've, <laughs> they there's nothing else to talk about. They get about. desperate for anecdotes after a yeah. while, yeah. So you got a new sweater. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Right, they start making stuff up after yeah, a while. Yeah. You know, one guy. I can't believe we're reaching the end of the show, and it seems like well, so we had we had visitors, and they, they you know make themselves at home. Well, uh, we should recap, Dave. Again, we thank our. <laughs> well, what have we learned today, Phil? Our ITO listeners. <laughs> well, uh, we've learned much from ITO investigates tonight. We learn from wild things. Wild things investigates and gives us a chance yeah. to. Catch up with our old friend uh, Siegfried Fischbacher and uh, his attorney, you know, Rudy Giuliani. The Honorable uh, uh, Mr. Giuliani, yes. Uh, yeah, and he's tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, America's mayor. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, top cop, top cop, top cop. That's yeah, what I'm trying yeah. to say. Uh, no, no funny business with uh, Rudy Giuliani. No, it's all serious with Rudy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm still smarting a little bit, uh, Dave, because he ripped off my briefs. On the way out here. <laughs> Did he yeah, I would have gone to the bathroom and taken him off. Well, you but, know, uh, that, that's on you, Phil, because he's I'm been he was talking about it all the whole time he's here. I'm so. A little chafe. Yeah, I should have been ready. Uh, I usually am ready for like to be goosed or something, but I, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, well, anyway, I hope he's warm with him. I've got plenty of pair, and he, it's warmer here. In you Tucson, did a good so. thing, yeah. Uh, he's coming. He was riding uh, by way of a FedEx box, was it? <laughs> Uh, well, good luck to him. He'll be hanging on to the back of an ice truck. Well, Lot's probably, he's going to have his hands full with the Trump cases and the, uh, they could have found more fraud even. I, I'm, yeah. All he needs, Dave, is 11,084 <laughs> 780 votes. votes or something, something like that. Something like that. <coughs> well, Dave. Well, it's, there's not enough time left to get political, but we could probably do that sometime. I, 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 I just fear that the Republicans are going to be able to run out the clock and, uh. 
we're not going to get the uh, you know conclusion that we want. Do the which is a lot January sixth yeah, hearings? Yeah, you mean? yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to get obsessed with it, but you know it's. Oh yeah, well we've already learned quite a bit. Or are you saying, Dave, you don't think they're going to have the televised hearings? I don't, well, I, I, my concern, well, I mean, you know, look, we want Trump in jail. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't think they're going to be able to get that to happen. I don't think that they're going to be able to do as much damage uh, to the people who were responsible for it as they deserve. So, but hey, All right, on. well, on that That's thought, the world we live we, in. Maybe a future ITO investigates, Dave. And maybe we should invite Mr. Giuliani back. he'd be the guy, yeah, for sure. Uh, he'll need a T-shirt to go with those briefs. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back when he needs more underwear. <laughs> hey, thanks, everybody, for it? tuning is in. Is that it? Okay. That is it, Dave. Right. You've been listening to Is This On? Mm. Phil Gordon and Dave Margolis. You're tuned to KMKR-FM 99.9, Tucson, Arizona. We're good. Clear. Good night, anyway. Uh, I kind of well, came. Phil, nice job uh, handling three voices. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Way beyond me. That says what's up. I'll have to listen to it to see how. <laughs> I think it was pretty. Oh, it's going to sound good. No, it, it worked. <clears throat> I thought it worked. Yeah. It's a uh, one of the very few talents I have to. Well, it's. I mean, like I said, it's not just the impression. Thank you for mentioning the Harambe <clears throat> thing. Yeah. I, I meant to write it down and I forgot. That that, that looks like fun. Because well, I was gonna do the uh, the Tim uh, uh, Friday, oh. uh, and they canceled it because apparently they had a scheduling conflict. With oh, I thought you were gonna say COVID. And then and then Kenny Shade came back and he said I was.